Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The free Odyssey app. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We the last on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah, you got All right, welcome back. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. We are uh, halfway home on a Thursday. And uh, just grabbed our gear. Going to start getting changed up for another uh, fun day of baseball out here uh, in Peoria. I use the uh, term fun loosely, very loosely. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. Just one player of the game for yesterday for flashing his leather. Congrats, Paulie. Thank you. And uh, so now Paul and I both picked up honors. Uh, if history is any indication, you will have a terrible, terrible day today. <laughs> just FYI. It's like the kiss of death, getting the player of the game. Oh. So, I did play one game after. We did play two yesterday, so maybe we did lose in the second game as well. It's true. I'd like to win at least one uh, out here. So our first game is against uh, Ashby and Hoffie. Hoffie's yep. team. And then we got Booney after that. That's right. That's right. And uh, back in the uh, the studio, Italian Paul holding it down on the board, and your friendly neighborhood sports anchor Benjamin Higgins. Benny, yeah, I appreciate you, uh, you know, stepping up for us, letting us get out there. It's uh, it's certainly been fun. A little chilly out there in Peoria, Arizona. Chilly morning. here too. It was uh, yeah, it was in the 30s as I was driving to work this morning. So stay bundled up, San Diego, this morning. Uh, turn on the heater in your car and listen to a little more Ben and Woods. Now don't. Don't sound like um, you're not thrilled to be there, even though it hasn't gone as perfectly as you've wanted it to so far. You guys love being out there. I know you we do. We do. We do. I just, you know, I like I like to win. I want to win. It's you know, having fun is great, but winning is way way better. There's no rec- just, there's no record books. No one's going back on the days and going. No, Let's I know. See how Woods' I mean, team did in uh, no. in 2019 at Fantasy Camp. No, no it, one's going to keep this uh, no, beyond I, a week or two. But I do, I do. You know, I, I I like to win. You know that about me. I like to win. I don't like to lose. I'm not I'm not happy with um, I'm not happy with fifth place. So uh, we'll we'll we're gonna bust our ass today. See what happens. But yeah, I just yeah. Of course, it's a it's a matter of personal personal pride. I know that I'm way better than I played yesterday, and hate costing my team a victory. You well, know that. if you're not happy with fifth place, then I've got some bad news for you. Uh, ESPN this morning came out with their. Midwinter power rankings for Major League Baseball and checking in 
in fifth place in Major League Baseball are the San Diego Padres. Now, I, that five out of 30 is pretty good. Five out of 30 isn't isn't the worst. I, I guess the good news here is that they're one spot ahead of the sixth place Los Angeles Dodgers. But uh, here's what Alden Gonzalez, a little quick write-up on the Padres where they stand right now. He says shortstop was the last position the Padres needed to address this winter, and yet it's the only one they splurged on, committing $280 million to Xander Bogarts. Top to bottom, the Padres might be the most talented team in the sport, but how is it all going to work? Fernando Tatis Jr. coming off a loss 2022 that began with a wrist injury and ended with a PED-related suspension will suddenly have to adjust to the outfield on a full-time basis. Hassan Kim, a gold-glove caliber shortstop last season, will probably move to second base with Drake Cronenworth shifting over to first. These are not insignificant transitions, but they are also first-class problems. After Tatis serves the remaining 20 games of his suspension, he'll join a top half of the lineup that will also boast Bogarts, Manny Machado, and Juan Soto. It's crazy just to type that. So, uh, you know, I read that, and I wanted to to ask you. He said they're not insignificant transitions. What do you think are – what's the danger here for the Padres with these moves that they've made? Is this something that we should really be concerned about, the the position changes and everything else that's going on? Or are we making and is ESPN making too big of a deal about this? It's not like Hassan Kim hasn't played second right. base. It's not like we haven't seen Jake Cronenworth. We've seen Jake at first. At first and, right. and while Tatis hasn't done a ton of outfield, we did get to see him there, uh, you know, at the end of the – the 2020 season as well, so our 2021 season. So we we have seen all these players in these positions. It's not as though you're asking them to play an entirely different sport <laughs> right. and go out there and play you know cr- cricket instead of baseball. It's still baseball. They're really, really good baseball players. And if the Padres are the most talented team, maybe they should be number one and not number five. Just, just my two cents there. You know how I feel about power rankings. You know how I feel about arbitrary preseason lists none of it means anything ever um the same list had the new york giant you know the san francisco giants you know close to the bottom a couple of years ago it means nothing i mean it, and on paper our lineup means nothing it, it, it really does it's fun we know there's track records with all those guys we know what they can do we know what they're capable of doing but until you know they actually go out and execute it um, I, I think five is probably fair based on our, our starting pitching i think that's that's probably Probably fair because if you really want to be honest with yourself, you know, there are question marks. There's question marks with every single rotation. Italian Paul, Mets fan, has a good rotation. He's got question marks about his. The Dodgers, good rotation. They've got question marks about theirs. I think it's uh, it's a standard, standard problem. Uh, not problem, but it's a standard thing in baseball to, to be concerned. So I just... I don't put too much stock into the the arbitrary preseason lists. Um, you know, <laughs> seemingly every year we do a roundtable. We talk about how great the bullpen is. Then the bullpen sucks, and the starting pitchers step up. Then we talk about how great the starters are, and then they falter, and the bullpen steps up. So uh, I don't think anybody really knows anything uh, as it pertains to these lists and whatnot. Well, speaking of the Mets, uh, they are number four on the power rankings right now. The Yankees are at number three. Uh, the Braves are at number two, and, and even though they haven't spent really anything uh, free agent-wise, they did pull off a big trade and acquire Sean Murphy, of course, from the A's, but uh, free agency has been really quiet for the Braves this offseason. And then number one, the, the Houston Astros coming off yep. their World Series title. So, you know, no no big surprises up there who you got in the top five, but, uh, yeah, the Padres currently checking in at number five. The other little note we got yesterday, Woods, are the final – 
luxury tax numbers were in yesterday and uh, topping the list with a $32 million bill last year were the L.A. Dodgers uh, over for the second straight year. Uh, the Mets were right behind them, but the uh, the Padres, after all the, the consternation and all the talk about you know adding Juan Soto and going over the luxury tax for a second straight year, Peter Seidler's bill will be $1.2 million for 2022 on the luxury <laughs> jump, tax. Jump, jump change, my friend. Jump change. Do you, do you feel embarrassed for getting so nervous about what they were spending well, last I, year? I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems compared to the, the payroll right now, that's a, obviously a, a pittance, what, a trifle. What would you say the Dodgers were, 32? $32 million in that luxury was, tax pay, payments. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that was the entirety of the Orioles? payroll last year he's close to it i think close yeah. to that i mean yeah. yeah you know that's is that right that's not nothing that's 32 million as a superstar player that's a player that yeah. you are now paying to absolutely nothing you're basically just sending that check you know out into the universe with no, no return whatsoever so you know 1.2 million you can stomach 32 million not not so much especially for a team that got knocked out uh, in four games in the postseason, and that was it for them so that <laughs> that's pretty frustrating for the dodgers i'm sure now one you know, I just talked about arbitrary lists and rosters on paper. Did you see, Ben, the preliminary WBC roster for the Dominican Republic yesterday? I did. I mean, oh. it's it's hard to imagine for that team. It's hard to imagine that that team could get knocked off given the kind of lineup they're putting together. Now it's baseball, and anything can happen. But when you look oh. at it. Do you have the Dude, actual like potential check, lineup I got it in right front, in front of you? Me. Okay. You ready for this? Leading off, playing center field, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, batting second, playing second, Jose Ramirez. Batting third, playing left, Juan Soto. Batting fourth, uh, playing first base, Vladdy Jr. The DH, Rafael Devers. The third baseman, Manny Machado. Jeremy Pena, World Series MVP, uh, playing short. Gary Sanchez in the eight-hole catching. And Starling Marte. In right field, bringing up the nine in the nine hole, starting pitcher Sandy Alcantara. I mean, give me a small, small break, dude. When you look at, oh, they have also got Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, Luis Castillo uh, as their as their pitchers. They've got Hector Neris, Gregory Soto, Frankie Montas, Felix Bautista, Wandy Peralta, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Emmanuel Classe. I mean, that's the bullpen. Uh, extra hitters, Ben. Um, they've got a couple of ex-Padres on there, Fran Mel Reyes, Francisco Mejia, O'Neill Cruz, who's a stud, uh, Teoscar Hernandez, Wander Franco, Willie Adamas. I mean, Nel Cruz, it is beyond stacked, beyond. They're going to be so much fun. To I watch. mean, and, and you compare it to Team USA's roster, which, I mean, it's not, it's not bad. I mean, Team USA has a lot of good players, uh, you know, JT Real Muto, Will Smith behind the plate, Pete Alonso, Paul Goldschmidt, Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper. I mean, that's a that's a really good team. Mike Trout, obviously, Kyle Schwarber. There's there's really good players in the United States. I think the pitching, though, just seems like it's a little lighter for the U.S. Uh, there's Clayton Kershaw, Adam Wainwright, Nestor Cortez. Obviously, he's good. Then Kyle Freeland, Brady Singer, Merrill Kelly. It, it seems like it's just not quite as deep of a pitching staff, maybe, uh, that's going to hamper the United States at the WBC. Yeah, the the lineup too for the DR. I mean, yes, I was born and raised an American. I'm rooting for the DR in this. I mean, these are like my favorite players to watch in baseball. I, I'm rooting hard for the DR. I'm getting a hat, a shirt, whatever I have to do 
it, it, they're just. I mean, be Manny the most Machado fun. hitting potentially six, sixth in a lineup yeah. is crazy. Now, <laughs> you know, Padres are going to have a, an All Star, you know, in the first at least five spots in their lineup this year. Though, I mean, Jake Cronenworth could bat fifth as an All Star in that lineup. He's not even cracking the top four. So it, we're no stranger to insane, incredible lineups here in San Diego. But I'm not sure you can put together a much better lineup than the one that the, the dr i mean it's it's almost better than even an all-star game lineup at this point it's going to be so fun to watch it's just going to be such a blast to watch that team play and then you know you got teams like puerto rico you've got japan uh as well Padres are going to be well represented across the board I, I honestly as nervous as i am for it i cannot wait for the wbc i will not miss a pitch uh so uh i forgot who was our winner we had our uh, qualifier for our trip to spring training dave in spring valley congratulations uh, we will give out another opportunity to qualify for a getaway to spring training uh, tomorrow, uh, wrapping up the week. And then I know we've got a couple of more weeks of opportunities uh, to give away some spring training tickets. But I wanted to congratulate Dave. Also, if you are, are trying to get to, into the drawing for our getaway to Las Vegas, we'll play a little real or fake uh, throwback edition coming up in our 9 o'clock hour after Woods and Paul have gone on to their uh, their fantasy camp obligations for today. So uh, we'll play that game around 920 in just over an hour from now. But let's uh, let's take a timeout. Uh, we'll get a check of traffic. We'll come back. Eric Adelson will join us at the bottom of the hour, and we'll keep rolling on from fantasy camp. I heard, I heard the cheers and the air horns from the meeting, so I imagine uh, that'll let out in a couple of minutes as well. So we'll get some more news from Arizona ahead. It's Ben and Woods. Stick around for more on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sam Levitz launched his own podcast called Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam dissecting all the latest news from the Padres. Find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, wonder if we will have some more news on the Padres before the start of spring training. Uh, ben with you from San Diego. We've got uh, Paul and Woods out there at Padres Fantasy Camp in 
Peoria, Arizona. And we will be back there in, what, just a month, uh, essentially. We will be back there for uh, spring training broadcasting live. So you you guys will get home, and you'll be essentially turning right back around yeah, no and, and heading out to spring training in just a couple of weeks. I had a uh, little wrinkle from the misses this morning. I was saving for uh, this time to, to run by you guys. So it looks like um, we, you know, we've got our house that we booked, and the three of us are coming out. And we're going to broadcast out here at Peoria. Uh, but my wife texted me this morning and asked me if I could fly out. And I said, uh, I, I, th- I don't think so. And she said, well, aren't Ben and Paul driving out? I said, I was going to drive, but um, she wants to fly out with Bo like on Thursday and then us stay an extra day. Uh, we're gonna ho- they'll get a hotel or whatever. Um, and then so he can come out and, uh, and, and see spring training for the first time ever and you know, hopefully get to dap some guys up and stuff like that. So I may be flying out without you guys. How do you feel about that? On on Monday. Why? Well, you can get a one-way ticket back with them. You can still drive with us there and then fly back. Yeah, she. all I'm doing is what she asked. She right, said, can well, you fly out? I said, sure. Yeah, I mean. Which would have fun I with that. I mean, I, I certainly You guys driving to town. Hey, can you scoop me from the airport to literally <laughs> Elton John? Just can you come back, pick me up now and squire me around and I'm. <laughs> You know, I just, Ben, we all know. We just, when they ask you to do something, what, you know, I've learned this from you. I just, okay. I, I just, I'm Sounds trying good. to find, I'm figuring out the reason. Now, back in the day, I don't, Paulie probably doesn't remember this, but it like, you couldn't buy, like, one way tickets were hard to buy. Yeah. Like, in, after 9 flights. You had to just, yeah. you had to get round trip or nothing. But nowadays, you can book whatever you want on, on an app and, and yeah, just get a flight. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't, I don't, I don't know why. To, back with I, them i don't know why i couldn't drive out with you guys and then fly home i just yeah. couldn't take my car right I, I'm, I'm happy to drive i was planning on driving my car probably out there anyway, by yourself <laughs> i drove i drove by myself last year because I, I was coming from a different i was coming from a different place so i had to drive myself anyway but i do encourage you to bring Bo out for a couple of days i did it with my son oh, to... six or seven years ago i feel like we went and and did the spring training for a weekend and yeah went to games and it, it's it's a lot of fun i mean even if he doesn't hold his attention the entire time even those little tiny hotel pools do it for the kids so yeah it's always it's always a fun trip out to arizona we'll need to figure out logistics when we get back yeah when we were driving out here ben me and woods with all the radio equipment our luggage our baseball equipment, golf bags. Golf bags. <laughs> I look in the back and I go, "There's not an inch." We are supposed to fit Ben plus his golf bag and his like gear, clothes, yeah. clothes and everything. Like this isn't going to work anyway. Well, we so. won't have any baseball equipment, but yeah, we'll have an extra and more clothes and extra golf bag to play Definitely golf. golf. That we might need a, a couple of cars, or maybe Woods just flies and we go pick him up at the airport. I don't yeah. know little lord elton uh, so as i was saying i don't know if there'll be more moves to to report before we get out there for spring training but uh i saw the paul's rundown here and i didn't i didn't see this report yesterday but i did uh you said mark feinsand i had a a rumor out there that the uh, padres along with the marlins and the royals were kicking the tires on aroldis chapman for the bullpen interesting yeah, and I, you know, as somebody that that did watched a lot of Araldis Chapman and knows the uh, entire story of of what went down with Araldis Chapman, um, you know, and I hate to say this, and and please don't take this the wrong way, um, all of his personal issues aside, and, and I'm not brushing them aside; they're real and they're serious. Uh, he's not good, you know. That's that's what it, it boils down to for me. It's it's not a 
you know, it's not it's not a, a, a circus really that you want um, based on you know just the kind of dude he is, and then and then. You know, he's also not good, which kind of helps to make your decision is he hasn't been good. He hasn't been effective, uh, really. He's not he's not a good pitcher. I just, that's that for me is like I don't want to make that the first priority uh, because it's not. But, you know, he's got his uh, his his issues in the past, certainly. But he's also just not very good. So, I mean, it's like I wouldn't understand where the interest. Well, you know, uh, he certainly was for, uh, you know, a decade. Yep, he had he, his time. Yeah, he was uh, one of the most dominant relief pitchers. Uh, in baseball, first with the Reds and then with the Yankees. Uh, had a quick uh, half season there with the Cubs as well in 2016 when they made their World Series run. But, yeah, I was just looking at the numbers. In the last two years, he had 30 saves in 2021, but uh, the whip was way up at, at 1.31, uh, much higher than it had been at any point in his career. And then last year, uh, just bad, 1.43 whip, uh, had only – uh, nine saves last year, a 4.46 ERA, also the highest of his career. Now, some guys, you know, they can bounce back, and they, there's one more good season. But for a guy with a 2.48 career ERA, we're essentially talking double uh, what he was. I mean, at, at the most, he's kind of an, a Nelson Cruz minimum salary flyer type of guy that, yeah, you catch lightning in a bottle, you know, who wouldn't want you know, a vintage 2017 or oldest Chapman in your bullpen, of course you would, uh, just from a player perspective. But I don't know that that guy still exists, Woods. I don't think he does. And, you know, I, I don't know what Mark Feinstein knows. I don't know. Um, you know, we, we always talk about how the Padres are seemingly in on everybody. Uh, and, you know, that's just kind of one where I'm like, you know, personal stuff aside and off-the-field issues aside – um, you know, I just, he's just not good. He's just, he just is not good. And if you're, um, you know, world series contending team, uh, I don't know that you can have a lot of weak links in, in your bullpen. I read a nice piece, uh, that AJ Casavell put out yesterday and he mentioned, you know, the, the secret weapon, the X factor in the San Diego Padres bullpen this year could be, and we all hope it's the case, Drew Pomerantz. And if Drew Pomerantz is progressing, um, where you need him to be, and I know the innings here have been few and far between, uh, he is on a, a pretty conservative throwing program, he said uh, in the article. Um, but he, he says, you know, he's optimistic to be ready by opening day. If you could get a, a healthy Drew Pomeranz and use him correctly, you'd have no need for an Araldis Chapman uh, at all uh, in your bullpen. And, and I think when healthy, uh, Palm is much more effective than Araldis Chapman. I, I mean, are we worried about the Padres' bullpen? Even, let's say Drew Pomeranz doesn't bounce back because I, it'd be tough to, to count on him obviously, after he's barely pitched at all the last couple of seasons. But with Josh Hader at the back end, I really don't have any worries about Josh Hader having a, having a good season. His little blip last year aside, it certainly seemed like he got past that in the playoffs. He was absolutely dominant. I'm expecting one of the best closers in baseball. And then uh, with the options of Robert Suarez and Luis Garcia as, as setup guys already, um, you've got... Other options of younger right, guys. You've got that Tim you can, Hill. You got Stephen yeah. Wilson. Morihone could fit in with there. Some, the yeah, with some experience. All those guys with experience in the bullpen. You've got long guys that can uh, you know stretch out for a couple of innings as well. I mean, I, it feels like the Padres could have a, a top, you know, a top five, at least top ten bullpen in baseball this year. Yeah, and you've got a lot of question marks too. You, I mean, and, and not question marks. I mean, you've got a, a lot of guys there for depth. That who knows? Who knows who's going to emerge? 
at camp as a guy that's going to be there? Is it a Brent Honeywell? Is it is it one of the guys they picked up? Is it a uh, Tehran? Is it a, a Jose Lopez, Jose Castillo, Michelle Baez? I mean, these are all names um, that, that could absolutely come in and, 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 and help us win. And, and, you know, if you do add a starting pitcher at some point, whether it's in spring training or even at the trade deadline, you've got Seth Lugo. And, you know, maybe even Nick Martinez, who, who could flex into the bullpen. And, and certainly probably in a postseason series, one of those guys uh, you would expect to be a key bullpen member as well for the Padres, which gives them an added weapon there in October out of their bullpen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's going to be a lot of numbers here uh, in, in spring training and, and seemingly a few spots open. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I, I don't imagine – I. I hadn't heard that from anybody other than Mark Feinstein that they were interested in Aroldis Chapman, but I'm, I'm going to choose not to believe it at this point. You know, why, why are teams interested still in Aroldis Chapman but not interested in Trevor Bauer? Are we – is there is the scale of what they are accused of, does that make a difference? I mean, you know, Aroldis yeah, Chapman was actually like – he was like actually charged and everything. I mean, there's not, not really a dispute. It was a, a domestic violence situation where he – uh, choked his girlfriend. He fired off a, fired gun, a gun, yeah, like eight gnarly. times. I mean, we we know that these things happened, and yet he came back and has pitched in the big leagues for for several years. And while it may be distasteful to some fans that he's there, he's he's there, and you know he's he's gone on and continued his career. Uh, but we don't know that it, is Trevor Bauer do that. We know the Padres have said they're not interested. Uh, obviously, you know, no team has jumped in and signed him now that he's available for the essentially minimum salary uh you know clearing waivers from the dodgers or they put yep. them on put them on the dfa so i i mean i guess i guess we can is it too fresh in everybody's mind is it too public is it the fact that you know we haven't seen trevor bauer show any contrition or anything like that how how big of a deal because if you say well i'm not we're not going to play anyone who has a skeleton in their closet or has ever made a mistake in the past well every roster has someone like sure. that on the roster there's no 40 man rosters that are filled with 40 perfect angels that have never done anything wrong in their lives so you got to accept as a baseball fan that there's some imperfection and guys who've made mistakes there but where do you draw the line i think there is where you draw the line i think you know i think that's that's the line maybe and you know i i remember when it happened and and you know, I think there were there were plenty of Yankee fans even at the time that were like, I don't want this guy on my team. You know, I don't want this bum here. So, um, you know, it just, again, all that aside, he's just not a very good pitcher anymore. You know, he's just not. All right, we had some uh, breaking football news. Another offensive coordinator is out in the league from a team that's actually had a pretty good offense for several years. We will talk with our, our friend and NFL senior insider, Eric Adelson, as we get you ready for the divisional round of the playoffs. He will join us coming up next as we continue here with Ben and Woods on a Thursday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
Get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Brian Baldinger, Jason Lock on Fora, and more. Diving deep onto the matchups who determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. That uh, that breaking news, uh, Frankie pointed out to me earlier that Byron Leftwich has been let go as the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Bucks. And, uh, you know, obviously they didn't have as good of an offensive season this year. But I think that also had a lot to do with the less talent they had surrounding Tom Brady this year. Before that, though, the the numbers had been really good offensively. They were a top-five offensive team, points scored, a lot of the metrics uh, the previous three years. So uh, surprising some people. Yeah, Yeah, he'll get another job. He'll get another job. This hour, 97.3 The Fan, brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. And with that, let's head out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. He's probably dreading this part part of the uh, <laughs> the proceedings as Eric Adelson, our senior NFL uh... insider joins us. Now, Eric, you must have been feeling pretty confident when the uh, the LA Chargers, your pick, were ahead 27 nothing against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the wild card round of the playoffs. I was getting ready to text you guys. <laughs> I was just, I was ready to uh to let you know that I was right and you should never doubt me again. And then the walls caved in again. Eric Fadelson lives forever. Yes, that's me. Now, if you take away the Chargers, uh, my 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 accuracy is probably like up to fifteen percent. So, <laughs> but uh, not this time. I'm happy with the Jags. I mean, that's good for Florida football. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, they 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 um, the Chargers has just let me down in a colossal way, and I know I'm not alone. But I know you'll be right back on that bandwagon with Justin Herbert next season. So looking forward to that later on in 2023. Right now, though, we're looking ahead to the divisional round of the playoffs. And uh, why don't we start with those Jacksonville Jaguars? You know, they pulled off one amazing comeback and upset. Now an even bigger challenge as they go to Kansas City to face a rested Chiefs squad. I just saw, and this blew my mind, that this is uh, the 10-year anniversary of Andy Reid's hiring in Kansas City now. I thought, my God, he was with the Eagles for so long. Now he's been with Kansas City for so long and had so much success, and uh, they've got a chance to, to win another Super Bowl this year. It's really hard to do. Uh, it's really hard to win or, or at least contend in, in one place, let alone two in different conferences, uh, especially – these these were not franchises that had a recent history of dominating. So it really goes to show how good he is. What's the line on this one? Oh, Woodsy, you got the line on this one? I, I don't. I, I don't have the the line. I think I saw it was around eight and a half when it opened, but I, I think there's been some movement since then. Okay, so just to show how fearless slash reckless slash stupid I am, I'm going to give you a pick on this one. I'm going to say Jags plus the eight or whatever the line is. I think that the, I think the Jags have nothing to lose. They played these guys before. It was moderately close. I think the Jags are better. I think that the, I think Kansas City has a little bit of extra pressure because of the way they went out last time. And I think uh, too few people are expecting the Jags to actually make a show of this. 
So I'm going to say Jags plus whatever the line is. Wow, look at you. I mean, this is why they call him Eric Fadelson, Ben. I don't know. Right, I mean, it is eight, eight and a half is the current half, line, yeah. so I got that one. I got that one right. I, I'm probably leaning the other way. We're going to do our picks tomorrow. I, I see so many times, Eric, though, that a team wins that first round, they pull off an upset, and it, it's like, okay, they're good at that point. Yeah, and the then, match you know, is you, over. Get, you just get blown away. In the second round, I remember it happening to the Chargers many times when they would make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they win that first one, and then, boom, they just get absolutely annihilated on the road in the divisional round. Yep, I mean, I'll probably be wrong. That's why you have me on every week. Uh, but but I, I will say this, and I'm, I'm more confident about this particular statement. I, I think that over the longer term, I think the Jags are for real. I think that, that Trevor Lawrence, he, he, doesn't, he didn't come in with the hype of the normal first-round pick. Uh, the, the, the way that a Baker Mayfield did, um, or, or even a, a Jared Goff did, uh, but but he's he's shown to be extremely solid and reliable and and resilient. And then Tra- uh, Travis Etienne uh, gets even less credit, but having him back in the fold this year, I think, has been a game changer because it makes that offense more dynamic. Uh, and and I I really think that Urban Meyer would have lasted a little bit longer if he'd been healthy last year. So I think having a couple of legitimate options will make them contenders, especially in that division, for more than just this, uh, uh, this few weeks. But I do, I do believe that they are going to make this close. Wow, I love it. Uh, another huge game. We're talking to our pal Eric Adelson here, our NFL insider on Ben and Woods. Um, this this game is going to be great. I mean, I, I just have a feeling this is going to be a classic. Uh, New York football giants against the Philadelphia Eagles. And Jalen Hurts, uh, I had heard he's, he's practicing. He's, he's feeling you know a little bit better. Um, I, I really don't know which way to lean on this. I mean, my gut tells me that Philly is the much more dynamic team, but um, the way that New York looked, the way that they're they're playing under their head coach, um, they look really, really solid as well. I, I, this one feels way too close to pick for me. I'm kind of leaning Philly, but um, would not surprise me if the Giants won this football game. Daniel Jones looked locked in. Yeah, I think we learned last week that if you have these playoff games, which are third matchups with divisions, then it, it goes a little haywire sometimes for the, for the favorite. But I'm going to apply your most recent reasoning saying that the Giants are not as good as they showed last week. I think that the one win is, is, is going to be a little bit of a red herring, and I think that the Eagles are going to dominate this game. They'll roll. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think they're going to roll now. Because of what we saw last week with the, with the Bengals in the division, with the Bills in the division, I think that, that 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 can be weird. And I think this could be weird too, but I just think the Eagles are too strong. I mean, they were even pretty good with Minshew in there. And yeah. with Jalen Hurts back, I don't think there's any answer for that. And at home, you know, I mean, I, I just yeah. – the Giants really impressed me. They did. They impressed me last week. But like you said, could be a red herring uh, altogether. And then, uh, Benny, take us through Sunday. Yeah, you know, it's and it's interesting that, that that spread is only one point different than the Jacksonville spread, minus 7.5. I think there's some people who think the same way that Eric does, that uh, – it's not quite as close of a matchup as people think. Yeah, Sunday's game, you got the uh, the Bengals-Bills finally going to happen after, you know, it got canceled on the first uh, quarter of Monday Night Football when DeMar Hamlin collapsed. He's okay. He's been at camp all week. But I, I think the story for me, Eric, is is Josh Allen. I mean, so, so many great things have been written about Josh Allen, but every once in a while he goes out there and he, you know, as he did in parts of that game last week against the Dolphins, and he looks very beatable at times. And other times he looks superhuman 
what's the story, do you think, with Josh Allen? Who's the real quarterback there? Reminds me a little bit of Dak Prescott. Is sort of going into this Monday night game, Dak Prescott's like, whoa, who's the real Dak Prescott? And then he looked brilliant against this uh, pretty good uh, Bucks team. I, I lean towards that, Josh Allen. I, I think that when you're that type of quarterback uh, that sometimes doesn't know his own strength, I think sometimes you think you can make every throw. Uh, and I think that this is this from now on, I think he'll feel like he's, he's in the groove and he can do this. And this is what he's been waiting an entire calendar year for. And I think that this, uh, I, I actually, I think the Bengals are going to win this actually. But I don't think it's going to be because of Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is going to is going to push them as far as the Bills can go. Well, and then yeah, the, go the last the last game. I mean, it's in in national media circles. I mean, people are already calling for a laugher. Brock Purdy going to take down the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, not many people given the Cowboys much of a chance in this game. They have some playmakers. They've got some talent. Uh, if good Dak shows up, do they hang in there and, and keep this game close against the Niners? What's the line on this one? I, I don't three know. and a half. Three and a half, okay. Three and a half. So I feel the strongest about this one. And my strong feeling is that Micah Parsons is going to ruin Brock Purdy's day. I, I think that this <laughs> so good. I think that this is a uh, I think this is a nightmare matchup for the Niners. And even though they have McCaffrey and they have Debo, uh, and and people think that the 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 Cowboys are are, are fluky, um, I, I am ve- I am very concerned if I'm a, if I'm a Niners fan because he's still a rookie as good as he's been, uh, and this is a pass rush that he has not seen in his entire life, uh, and 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 I think it's going to be enough for the Cowboys to win. The greatest quarterbacks of all time struggled at some point early in their career. Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, you name them. Uh, Troy Aikman won in 15 his first year. Everyone struggles at some point. And they were, you know, these were heralded guys. We're talking about the last pick in the draft. At some point, to me, he's going to just have an absolute clunker. Meltdown. And I just, I can't, I can't see it. I can't see him getting all the way through the Super Bowl and just managing and competently taking the 49ers to a title as the last draft pick in the league. I mean, that, that would be one of the craziest NFL stories ever. Yeah, it's movie material. Yeah, I mean, he, he's – I watched him in person at Ohio uh, – sorry, at Iowa State, and I thought that he was way, way better than, than his draft status. So I, I don't think that this is, this is a fluke, but I agree with you. I, I just think that this is – you don't you don't just walk into no matter how highly tied you are you don't just walk into this setting uh, and dominate all the way through uh, and the teams that he's faced so far just haven't been able to challenge him the way Micah Parsons will well, you know uh, I, you know they're coming for him I mean they're they're going to oh, yeah. excel out for that guy because if you watch the Seattle game Paulie and I did we were here um, the. The rollout, sprint dead toward the sideline, throw it away. Um, that can only be effective for so long. Now you got Christian McCaffrey, who's the ultimate weapon. You've got a really good defense uh, in your own right if you're San Francisco. And, yeah, it, it's basically his game to lose, I feel, if, you, if you're Brock Purdy. But if you're the Cowboys, you got to sell out. you got to put this guy on his back you know, most of the game. And, and that doesn't mean the, the, the 49ers don't win 16-10. It could be a right. low-scoring game as well, kind of like the under there. But what about long-term, Eric? You know, Trey Lance has not really had an opportunity to be a starter. He is the highly touted quarterback, of course, that they they traded a bunch of draft picks to move up to select. 
But going forward, and I heard this argument last night on our station, the JR Sports Brief show, and I thought it was obviously a, a very sound argument. He said, you, Brock Purdy's looked so good, and he's going to be so cheap for the next few years. Why not trade Trey Lance, try to get some of those draft picks back and put all your eggs in the Brock Purdy basket going forward? I don't. I hate you know, take drafting a guy and never even giving him a chance to play. What would you do long-term if you're the 49ers here? I hate to cop out of this question, but I think so much depends on what happens this weekend. I think if he lays an egg, I think the equation changes completely. Uh, now I lean with you guys, considering how cheap he is, considering how good he's been, and considering, you know, it's just a wins above replacement. I know that's a baseball term, but but for them, the replacement is not overwhelming. It's it's Jimmy G and it's Trey Lance and it's whoever is the field. So I, I, I know people are going to talk about Tom Brady. I don't see that. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's a full fit. Uh, I think you're going to hear about it. But as long as Purdy is is, is good in this game and, and not terrible, I think that your idea is the way to go. Talking to Eric Adelson, our senior NFL insider here on Ben and Woods. I uh, mentioned that breaking story that happened just before uh, you came on down there in Florida. Byron Leftwich fired after four seasons as offensive coordinator of the Bucks. I mean, I, I don't even know if it matters anymore what the Bucks are going to do. It seems for, for almost certain that Tom Brady is either going to retire or move on to another team, and, and they're going to have to go into rebuilding mode at this point in Tampa, you'd think. I mean, I think this is a gift for some other team. I mean, a team like yeah. the Jets. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of teams that need an offensive coordinator that's worked with Tom Brady, that's worked with Mike Evans, that's won a Super Bowl. I mean, that's just falling into somebody's lap. So I, I think it's a reboot for the uh, uh, for the Bucks. I, I think it's a little bit of scapegoating in that situation. Um, but this is, uh, this is a huge win for some team that snaps him up. And then to bring us full circle, were you surprised at all that – uh, Brandon Staley kept his job. I, I'm not. I've covered the Chargers enough to know that that I didn't think they were going to fire him, especially, um, you know, after you know he's got a contract. They're not going to pay Sean Payton a ton of money. He's not going to come in and save the day. But there seemed to be a lot of people out there who were flabbergasted that that guy still had a job after the way uh, they blew that playoff game. Yeah, you guys, you guys know better than all of us, certainly including me, that the standards are a little lower. <laughs> Uh, with, with that with that franchise, that if it was Dallas or I mean they were ready to fly, file uh, fire Mike McCarthy before the game before he won that game. So the the standards are just I, I guess a little lower in that when it comes to that franchise. Uh, I expected him to be gone and, and out on a raft somewhere with uh, Cliff Kingsbury um, <laughs> in Thailand. But uh, right, but he'll 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 be back. I, I you know you know I'm I'm biased. I have a total blind spot, so I like all the I like all the Chargers, and I hope it works out for him. Um, but but they they need a little bit more resilience, let's just say. And I'm not sure he's the guy who's going to give it to them. Well, uh, food for thought before we make our official picks for the divisional round tomorrow, Eric. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll catch up with you again as the playoffs continue. Thank you so much. All right, looking forward to be wrong again. All right, See Eric Adelson, there he is on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Yeah, I mean, Byron Leftwich, uh, the way Eric puts it, obviously, you know, he's got a Super Bowl title under his yep. belt. He's worked with some of the best. I would have I said he's more of a head coaching candidate than a guy who's a candidate to be fired by the Bucks at the end of the season. So, yeah, I, I imagine he'll get snapped up pretty quickly. Speaking of snapped up, Benny, we have to go. We love you. Thank you. Good luck.
Get out on and, the field. Uh, all right, all have a good day. I don't, we will. Boys. I don't want sad sack texts this afternoon <laughs> by how disappointed you were in your performance. If you can't nah. win, at least be the uh, the MVP on the field again this day. Both you of it, you. Buddy. Now, are you going to pitch in front of Trevor Hoffman? If I have to, I will. <laughs> okay. Just throw strikes. It's not that hard, right? I mean, you know, take a little off of it. Get it over the plate, Woodsy. He's already gone. See you, Benny. See you, Paul. All right. That's it for them. We've got an hour left here. It's me. It's Frank, Italian Paul. Uh, We'll man the ship until uh, 10 o'clock. We will have a chance to play some real or fake. uh, Qualify a a listener for a trip to Las Vegas coming up at around 920. Uh, Frank has put together an Italian Paul Rindle report, so we'll get some headlines as well. And you know basketball Ben will make an appearance. Talked about it earlier, but that San Diego State uh, game last night was kind of a head spinner uh, the Aztecs look terrible. They look great. They look terrible. They look great. It all added up to an overtime victory over Colorado State. So uh, we'll go through that and, and where San Diego State stands now uh, in the Mountain West Conference and what kind of team they could be when it comes March and uh, March Madness rolls around. Can this team make any uh, any noise in the NCAA tournament or will it be another one and done for Brian Dutcher, who's still looking for, I believe, his first victory ever? in the NCAA tournament as a head coach. So we'll get to all of that coming up. Final hour of Ben Woods on a Thursday ahead on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 